This is MJ Acosta from the NFL Network, and you're listening to Lemon City Live. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. All right, man. Yo, yo, shout out, shout out to Myers Leonard, bro. We're gonna talk about that in a second. Before we get into that, yo, Lemon City Live is brought to you by Magic City Highlight. Magic City's 2020 season started May 1st and will run through the end of November. For now, the court will stay closed to the public. You'll be to, you'll be able to watch all the games in real time on YouTube on the Highlight Channel. So if you need a sports fix, we highly recommend that you check it out. It's a lot of fun. The Highlight Channel also has a ton of other original content to help you understand the game and get you more familiar with the players in the league. Like Tenard Davis, who can't hang with, with your boys over here, chugging I, them beers. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to see Tenard Davis chug a beer, just go to YouTube.com slash Highlight Channel, spelled J-A-I-A-L-A-I, just like on his shirt right there, channel. It's free to subscribe, and you'll never miss a moment of the action. Yes, yeah. <laughs> titty, Titty, I want you to uh, talk to us. How do you like our, our chugging skills, bro? Y'all didn't do that bad. I'm not, an expert, I'm not an expert at chugging. So when I saw that and I saw the Heat player chugging with you guys, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was pretty impressed. You know what I'm saying? Right, that I would have had, I probably would have choked on our draft. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all boys did a great job, man. I like. I need to do more of that. I need to do more like little skits like that, man. We got you, bro. We got. When is the last time you chugged a beer? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I ain't never. I haven't chugged a beer like that. Like probably since college. <laughs> Damn, beer, man. You gotta have a special talent for that. You really do. You just like it ain't. It ain't just like fucking throwing a football. Yeah, man. You you gotta, gotta, no, no. You gotta have that throat. It's like it's like a hot dog eating competition. Yeah, you, you gotta, know, you gotta yeah. open up the throat. Open up the throat. Oh. Don't forget, don't forget to cup the balls. Yep. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? We're talking about drinking beers, bro. You know, change direction like completely. Well, I'll uh, I'll say this much, man. Going into so Gus and I said, or Gus came up with the idea. Yo, we're just gonna chug the beer. That's the whole show. We sign off, and then uh, and then we'll we'll talk about it afterwards. I was like, all right, so. We did the whole thing. I got my beer ready, you know, popped it. And as soon as we, we got the sim, the the go, we, you know, we, you saw me, bro. I had it straight up. I had it done that since Matt Easy. Uh, well, or no, before that military, when I was in the Navy. So oh, it had been a long time. And funny enough, today is, I was telling Gus, I realized this a little while ago. Today, 17 years ago, today was my first day at boot camp. Damn, doesn't well, that make you feel? 17 years ago? That's, that's a... <laughs> I, can have a, I can have a full-grown kid who's graduating high school, you know? Bro, bro. 17, 17 years, years and 70 pounds ago. Don't take the man while down, bro. Come on. <laughs> well, he ain't down. I, I mean, I'm living a good life. I'll hey, tell you. Somebody posted something on uh, Twitter, I think last week, and they said... Uh, uh, this is uh, this day in 1942 where Frank Gore actually signed with the 49ers. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, had to, I had to put it on my story. That was so funny. I, I thought you were that. that was good. 
Yeah, bro. I'm telling you, and it, it's funny because, you know, 17 years ago today, and it's probably been about 15 years since I uh, shotgunned a beer. Um, and I was, I was legit, I was telling Gus right before we went live, I'm like, bro, I'm scared I'm going to, like, throw up right as we do this. Like, I haven't done this. This is stupid. What am I doing? You know, Gus is like, oh, I got my bottle. I'm like, bro, I'm going to try to do it like this guy. I got the can. I'm like, bro, I'm going to, you know, spill beer everywhere. But I was... Pretty impressed that, you know, the like I told Gus, the little Frank the Tank that I still have in there, he was going, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, he's like, Yo, he's, he's like, we're back, we're back. And I'm like, no, no, we're not. This is one time only. And uh, wow. we went streaking right after the show ended. Edwin and I went streaking through the quad into the gymnasium. It happened. <laughs> With mask. With mask, of course. But I only wore the mask around my private areas. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Gus, where's your, like, where's your mind at, bro? Like, you're going gutter, man. You're getting gutter the first minute in the conversation, bro. What you got oh, on your gutter balls, McGee is what they call oh, me. He's got the shirt, man. He's got the shirt, so he feels empowered. Yeah, it's, you know, uh, he basketball starts tomorrow, so I got my big three shirt on. I see that. <laughs> That's my, my big three shirt. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of basketball, do y'all see how the official brand of the NBA going into 2021? No. What is it? I didn't see it, no. No, so Michael is going to be the official brand for the, the basketball jerseys. Oh. I think he's I, doing it for, not all of them. I think it's for, like... 2021. What's that? 2021. But for all the jerseys? They're going to finish out the season. From what I saw on, when they posted it on, a, I think, Bleacher Report. Uh-huh. Going to, like, they're going to wear some now. But going into 2021 is when they're gonna they're gonna start wearing this, uh, the basketball jersey as with the Michael Jordan logo. All right, um, I'll tell it, you, I inevitable. It was only inevitable that Jordan was gonna eventually be on the patch, man. Of course. Well, I saw I saw that um some team. So I know, like for instance, today the Atlanta Hawks released their Atlanta new Hawks. uniforms. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that. But only one of them has the Jordan logo. The other two have the swoosh. I heard that they're going to do, I don't know if it, that's news to me. I didn't know. And if it is, I'm not surprised. But if they go, all of them are going to. And it said, this is the official brand going into the the 2021 season. And all they made a meme about the Pistons, like Jordan making a face saying that, uh, you know, I'm on your, I'm on your Jersey now. Yeah. (laughs) Business. Nice. I think that'd be dope personally. Oh, Jordan, Mm -hmm. Jordan is basketball, man. Like, why not? No, nah, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. And it's just... Oh, the alarm system is doing like smoke alarm, man. That's, is that you, Gus? That smoke alarm? Yeah, Come I think on. so. Bro, Gus is immune to that noise. He's been That thing's been uh-huh. going off for like five years. That shit would drive me fucking crazy. Hold on. <laughs> that, you heard it? He's yeah, just... I see. You can't do nothing about it. No, no, leave it on. No, 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 no. That part... <laughs> nah, come back. Come back, yeah. man. See... Manuel's got the right idea here. Great show. Saw the chug live. No foam, all liquid. Thank you very much. And he's wearing a mask in his picture. I like that. Job, Manuel. <laughs> but, but, dude, true story, man. Right after we went live yesterday or on Friday, after we did that, like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't do this stuff anymore. So, like, as soon as I slammed it, I was like, oh, bro, I had this horrible, like, bubble wow. right here. Just this bubble, and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if I was going to throw up or if I was going to, like, actually, like, just needed a burp. And, like, five minutes later, I was just, like, sitting there, and I'm like, Bleh. I'm like, whoa, there I, it is. I put you on the spot, Gus. I'm sorry, bro. You didn't have to leave. 
<laughs> no, actually, I, I, what happened is I looked at my I looked at my computer and I saw that the battery was at like five percent, and I looked and it wasn't plugged in. I was like, oh shit, I gotta go. Oh, that that would have been. <laughs> well, Iris is here. I'm used to the alarm. You don't hear it anymore when you live there. <laughs> Thanks. But yeah, that's still even though you don't hear it, take just pop in one of those little square batteries, oh. man. Once I hear it the first time, it just ruins my entire day the rest of the day. I got to go get that thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, uh, big thanks to Myers Leonard. Uh, he actually liked and shared, or, or not, or did he retweet? I know he liked and he commented. Yeah, he, tw- I- he retweeted it. Okay. He liked and retweeted it. And then on the Instagram post, he liked and, and commented, commented on it. He gave me the, uh, gave us the official hand. Mm-hmm. The, the, hand the hammer. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Let's try to get him on the show. Yeah, bro. Gus reached out. Let's see, bro. I'll I'll, I'll yeah. do it again. I'll do it again if he comes in here and he oh, wants sure. to go live. I'll, I'll I'll try and do it. Although I've been he's been doing the rounds when it comes to this whole beer chugging thing. He's becoming kind of like a little burned out. He's gonna be yeah, burned yeah, out. No, he's, I, he's burned yeah. out, but not just that. He sounds like a fucking pro, man. Like I don't know. Like I mean, it's kind of insulting to to go up against him. You know, like uh, I don't know. Maybe really... we should chug a beer every day until he joins us, like in protest. Whoa, <laughs> but that's brave, man. I like it. That's brave. I like you gotta it. get I, one of one of the local breweries to sponsor I, us. I like it. But what? That, <laughs> that's, we, that's, that's the good setup. You're doing a home instead of a hunger strike. You're doing a beer chugging strike. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Ruining my my uh, liver for Lemon City. See, I'm, Actually, I'm committed. You know what we were thinking about doing? Um, a, a group chug every uh, mm-hmm. every Friday happy hour show. We're thinking maybe fill up the whole feed and just psh, everybody slams one down together and then. That's what I play on Friday, so. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, bro, if next Tuesday, if you want, I'll grab one right now, man. You want to do this again? I'll do this right now. <laughs> just say, bro. Oh. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Hey, shout out to to that to Dennis for making the the dope ass video too, man. When he slows it down and you hear me go, right? I feel every time I watch it, I laugh. Feels good to be back. <laughs> yeah, man. Good Feels to be back. Yeah, bro. We haven't seen you in like a month, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, when dude. I, did, I did came on. It was like really short. Like we yeah. had a, a young beautiful woman from the Miami Dolphins. Yep. When Jennifer yeah. was on. Right, I can't remember her name, and that's I came on briefly, but it was her show. That's why I, I didn't want to. Um, I got you, bro. Yeah, I said it feels good to be back, man. I miss you guys. Y'all guys are doing a fantastic job. I'm, I'm looking for the show after y'all guys get done. Uh, the content is great. Uh, proud of you guys. I, Thank I you, think man. This new platform you're using with the board. Uh, I appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Uh, the platform we're using with this with this thing, Edwin. Good job, finally. <laughs> It's, no, yeah. seriously, it is like it 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 it, it, it makes it's already. You know what I'm saying? We're we're far, but we're close. Yeah. And, no, I, I I'm I'm thinking that this is something that uh that was really good on your end, man. Great job. Man. I, I appreciate it, man. I I honestly I've I've said it, man. This thing has been. It was real easy to because one okay. For those people that have been, you know, following the show for as long as we've been doing it, man, we've been doing it for quite a few years now. And um, the one thing that I always, always, always 
love the most about our show. Um, and the one thing that I always wanted to stay away from was splitting up us as a group. Because one thing we always did every single episode we ever did was always at least Gus and I or, or myself and someone or Gus and someone. There was always at least a couple people or if not. And that's like 90, like that was maybe like a fraction of them. Uh, 99% of the time, it was always the three of us um, always face to face together. The times that you were out in L.A. doing your NFL Network stuff, you know, we would phone you in. I remember taking an Uber ride with you to the studio one time uh, <laughs> on the phone. So... The, but we always had that chemistry when you can see each other and you can talk and and you can you know continue. It's 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 much better. It's it's the quality is a hundred times better when you do it like that as opposed to doing like these online um, Zoom meetings that they, that people have been doing for a long time. With this, I feel like we it's such m way better quality because you don't really miss the beat and I'm seeing you guys instantaneously in high quality where it really feels like I haven't seen you TD I haven't physically seen you since March my friend that's how long it's been you know I, I see I see yeah. us on the regular so but it's been so long since I've actually seen you in person but because we've been doing this show like this man and we and we didn't miss a beat the moment this shit went down we transitioned to this and we've been able to make it work and it's it's seriously it feels like I, I just saw you, even though I even even though I haven't seen you in a month, you know, on here. But the, the yeah. fact that we've been able to do this like, man, it, it's it's been it's been the biggest like it, it would have been real easy to mess it up. You know, it made us have to yeah. rethink uh, our strategy on creating content, continue to be involved in sport. And we got to give credit to you, bro. Like you, you came up with it. So, credit for nothing. <laughs> you know, it's like it's hurting my tongue even say it right now. Yeah, no, man. <laughs> but I, like you did, a, like you coming up with this, we didn't skip a beat. And Gus, you know, mm -hmm. you still do the editing and and stuff. You know, and I, I do my part when it comes to just being engaging and talking about sport. Oh, uh, my part. But I miss you guys, man. I really did, man. I felt I felt lost not being able to talk about current. You know, being sick sucked. Like ass, <laughs> um, made it made me put more things in perspective of the things mm -hmm. I have, you know, that's tangible that I can still touch and be enjoyable. Yeah. Great job, guys. Let me ask you in your in your time off, what happened sports wise that maybe you heard us talking about that you disagreed with or that you we didn't talk about enough? Was there something that you were like, damn it, I want to tell these guys something? And, and Everything you said, Gus. I mean, Edwin. <laughs> Everything you said, man. Like it's like when I it was one night I was listening and I was so I was like really sick and I wanted to like the like, Edwin, like what the fuck are you talking about? But like probably me. Like y'all have it that night, man. Just go ahead, yeah. man. <laughs> it's you know you said it from the beginning. We're factually and factual. Yeah. So, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So when you when you start spilling your whatever you got going on mm -hmm. in your head, it's hard for me to make you change your mind unless if I have hard proof. So the last <laughs> thing I'll do is call in and say, Edwin, this is what I got, and you're full of shit. I'm not for the burn no energy, and you have me my temperature go from 100 to like 105. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the last thing I need, man. <laughs> like, that's facts. That's big facts right there, man. Big facts. But you know what, man? You're back. 
you're 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 up and running. So you know, yeah. let's let's get into it, man. We've we've uh, there's been a lot of um, actually. Okay, you know what's something I want to talk about because you're here, mm-hmm. and I was kind of waiting for you to be here. Um, so college football in particular, and we we spoke about coronavirus and sports with uh, MJ last week, where you know back when this whole thing started in March, it was a month after the Super Bowl. And NFL was so far away, you know, and NFL was like, you know what, by the time it gets to us, things will be better. We'll have things figured out. We'll have a better idea. We don't have to worry yet. We'll push back the draft. We'll do some considerations and stuff like that. Um, But what happened? Uh, We didn't get it figured out. Every sport has suffered. Every, everybody, people aren't, people are constantly getting sick. Um, This thing has become, um, we've fallen behind. Just we'll leave it at that. Yeah. We've fallen behind. Uh, other countries are have moved ahead of us when it comes to dealing with this. Um, doesn't matter who you blame for it, but the point is, we're not where we thought we would be at this point back in March. Yeah. And because of it, the NFL right now is kind of like, yo, man, we are in the same spot that we were in March, but now it's our turn. What are we gonna do? They're panicking. Bunch of guys are testing positive. It's going to be real hard to social distance a sport that has 50-something players on the, on the field, um, 11 guys, you know, on, on every play, on, or 22 players, plus referees, plus all this, locker rooms. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a challenge, and they're trying to figure it out. But what I wanted to ask you is, with NFL players, you have, you know, if they figure something out, a bubble – Players are going to get paid. There's still money involved. But when it comes to college sports, there is none of that. You know, the the, the league, the SEC and the ACC is not going to create a bubble, you know, for the, the, the season to go on because these aren't paid athletes. These are student athletes. So they've um, I'm really seeing it like I don't think we're going to have college football this year because. Well, well we're going to have college football is what conferences is going to play. And that's where people are getting the, the misconception of like, we're not going to have college football. You know, okay. NCAA doesn't control the conferences. Mm-hmm. All they do, they govern like student athletes and all the, the programs and the policies and all that stuff. Okay. Each individual conference can, can dictate what they want to do. And it's the commissioner of that conference. So they talk to the head coaches, they talk to the athletic directors and they figure out a game plan a constructive game plan in order for them to conduct their season. Now, the one thing they will lose, and that's inevitable, is the money. You're yeah. going to lose because you have no fanfare and you have no stuff, but you're still creating football, and they still want to get their TV money. That's the one thing they will get is their TV money because they're playing the games. So that's what they're trying to figure out. Now, now a bubble. Now, most colleges, they're not too far away from each other when it comes to, like, logistics, flying to, you know, the East Coast and West Coast. So they can pick a mutual site that all teams can get to and they can all play there instead of each team going to each stadium because they can control the environment that you can, you can control the cleaning, you can control who comes in and out and you can control the testing. So where it's going to get tricky at is like, okay, before you play the game, each player has to test every week. If any player test is positive, they automatically can't play. And then you have to do a rapid test of that 15 minute test because you have two tests. You have the rapid and you have the one that goes with the nostrils. The one that you fail with the nostrils, you fail that, you automatically. But the whole team has to get tested again, everybody who passed at the at the stadium with the rapid test. 
And then once they pass that, I think college football can happen. That, that game can happen. And that's how I think you can govern it. Because everybody's this is hitting a, mute, a moving target. Like you can't, nobody can get a grip on how to conduct their organization or college team with coronavirus. Yeah. So they have to adjust their ways of testing in order to have football or basketball or whatever sport when it comes to college be played. Let me ask you this, though. Um, when it comes to that, so for instance, what the, the knee-jerk reaction that a lot of these conferences have had initially has been, oh, we're going to go to a conference-only schedule. Yep. And But when you really think about it, okay, <laughs> let's just take your alma mater, the Hurricanes, right? Mm-hmm. You, it's safer for them to go all the way up to North Carolina and play UNC or Tallahassee and play the Seminoles, but it doesn't make sense. It's not safe for them to play FIU, for instance, who's out of conference. You get what I'm saying? Or to have played, let's say, even the Gators, if they were playing the Gators this season or something. Like, to me, just sticking to a conference-only schedule doesn't do anything. Like, there's no yeah. there's no prevention. There's no health benefit at all to doing that. Yep. To me, that just seems like we're just saying that. So no, 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 it is something does kind of comes out of it because you got these guys who are seniors that the NCAA hasn't guaranteed no one uh, eligibility going into 2021. Yeah, 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 yeah. So these seniors who want to play, who want to produce on the field, I feel like the conference can play double up games. You play your teams, each team's twice, a, you, twice, a, you won away and one home. So you can kind of get a roundabout on who won that conference. Okay. And then, you can create a playoff scale. See, this is where I'm saying, like, where the commissioner and the athletic directors are talking at individual conference. So to create some type of fair play in order for you can who can dictate who won the conference, and also you giving these college students, the seniors or the fifth year seniors, an opportunity to, to play their last year. Thank you. Know, but you have to have a you have to have a comprehensive and a a a structural way of testing. That's the most important thing. So, like I mentioned a second ago, and I, ho- I hope this idea is actually out there, you do the first test that takes about three to four days. That's through the na- the, na- the nasal. And then if anybody tests is positive that week going into the stadium, they take a rapid test for the players who did not test uh, uh, positive and see whoever tests is positive with the rapid The rapid test takes about 15 minutes. So you'll know. Now, this is where it's going to get tricky. Now, say for instance, you go you go from 70 players to like 40 players because like all these players out. That's where it's going to be tough. Yeah. And that ask mm-hmm. yourself, okay, you know, how do we play this game? Because we got 40 players, and you got to count injury, and you got to count cramping, and you got to count count like count every little spectrum that comes mm-hmm. with the sport of football or basketball. Then it kind of it kind of takes away on like the fact that the integrity or the quality of the game. I mean, so, that's how they used to play back in the day. <laughs> like when, like you know what I'm saying? Like, Dudes played both offense and defense. Like, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I could exactly. see, I could see somebody having to do that this season. Got to go to your pop one day. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, I, I personally, to answer your question, yeah, when I personally think we're going to have, we're going to have football. Not every conference is not going to play. You might be watching the Pacific Twelve or or uh, or some some like some small conference. The Mac. The Mac, you know, we may wa- we may watch them play. We may get entertainment. Or you may not have the Big 12. You may not have the Big 10. You may not have uh, uh, some other, the, the whack. You know what I'm saying? So you just don't know, man. Like, I, the, it's a, this is why the commissioners right now of each conference, 
are getting paid the big bucks. They got to figure out what works for their conference. And NCAA, all they're doing is sitting back and waiting to see what, what they're going to do because the NCAA mm-hmm. has no say on what these these campuses or colleges can do. They have no say. Well, what I think is that by, by each conference choosing to play conference only, they have more control over the regulations and and the procedures that go about in each game day. You know, because if, if you're going to go visit, if you're going to play out a conference schedule at another school's uh, stadium, you don't really have control over what they're doing. But having it be conference only, you do have a little bit more control. I, I still don't, I agree with Edwin that it doesn't really do anything if you're having to travel to another state. It doesn't really make a huge difference. You're not really creating a bubble. But if let's say if, if you have to if you make every team literally live in a bubble where like all right you have to provide your football players um in, in one of your dorms they get a floor and only they can be in that floor nobody else kind of thing and and you and you and you make it so that it has to be enforced by security and all that shit it's gonna take money and that's why I think only only the bigger conferences will be able to do something like that. Yeah. But if they can do something like that to actually create a bubble, then maybe, maybe it's possible. They're not, they're not going to be able to create a bubble because of what you just said, the money part. The only teams that can do that, and the only conferences like the, the ACC, the Big 12, like guys who they have yeah. like billions and billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, one point, you, you said something I couldn't remember. Uh, I can't remember what I was going to say. But it, it's, it's going to be very important that whatever conference does play college football, they do it right because you're risking from what I was reading when it comes to this COVID-19 that it's, 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 it's other underlining health issues you have down the road and you negate to educate these players. Okay. The risk that you can have stuff down the road 10, 15 years later, we can have lawsuits coming up just because of the fact that, like okay, I, you know I wanted to play college football, but you didn't give me all the warnings, like the concussion, like this. Now again, remember this is a hit. This is a moving target. No one mm-hmm. understands COVID, but I think each conference should do a CYA and have, you know, I know it's gonna suck, but you gotta have these kids sign these waivers. You gotta have these kids understand, like okay, if you get sick and then something comes down, like down the road, we're not liable. You want to play your senior year? You want to get this film? You want to get ready for the next level? All right, sign this waiver and hold us not liable for negligence on the behalf of our conference and our college. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. Or the NCAA, too. The NCAA probably is going to have oversight on that. Well, I just think, I mean, I get what you guys are saying, but I mean, I don't want to, and, and I know, I, I know since this whole thing broke down, I feel like I keep being the negative one or the, the real skeptic one when it comes to all these leagues. Um, when it comes to everything, I know when this whole thing broke out, I told you I'd rather have no sports than bad sports because I thought, because I thought this was going to be a shit show and this was going to be tough to pull off. Um, let me ask I, you, let me interrupt you real quick. Have you been watching any MLS games? I have. I saw, are, are you, would you rather watch the games that we've been watching or no MLS at all? Honestly, be honestly, 100% truthful. I'll be, when it comes to MLS, it, 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 when it comes to MLS, I'd rather not watch any. And I'd, I'd rather not. I wouldn't be disappointed if I didn't have MLS. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. To answer the question, would you rather not have it or have it? You didn't answer the question. Well, I mean, it all depends. Rather not. I'm not a, a hater of the sport. But if it's going to be bad and it's not going to be interesting. And because it has, because MLS right now has not been a, a, a great product. 
because and, and because of you know these guys having to take a huge break and then not being able to have a true preseason and they're not informed basically you know what i mean it looks so, like it looks, yeah yeah and the so, thing but, is but personally i i i'm still enjoy watching the games see that's it's different because quality of the sport but go ahead i'm sorry i think it's different because when it comes like for instance with mls i obviously i'm a fan of the game i'm a fan of the team but we didn't have any MLS prior to this. This all broke mm -hmm. right when the MLS season started. Well, so, from a Miami standpoint. Yeah. Well, yeah, Miami or MLS, period. I mean, no team had played more than a couple of games before the whole season went down. Okay. I thought you were saying like that Miami didn't have MLS before this. No, no, no. I'm just saying the whole, the whole league. So mm -hmm. then at that point, to me, if you're going to try to recoup or try to complete a whole season in uncertainty and the product is going to be watered down like it's been and you're going to have all these issues, I'd almost rather not have it. And it goes back to what I said a few months ago. I'd rather not have it than have it bad. When mm -hmm. it came to, like, uh, Premier League, La Liga, and these other leagues that already had played, you know, 80% of their season, 90% of their season, and just needed to finish up their season, okay, yeah, man, try to push it through, do what you can and everything. And they've they're also in a different country where they've, seem to be further along as far as recovering and, and, and things than we are. So it hasn't been as affected and the quality is, has been better, but now it's like, we're going to try to push through all these MLS games that are crappy quality. Yeah. Coming to Florida. That's I agree. Um, I think it's a challenge and I think it's a challenge that so far has mm -hmm. been failing. These MLS games have been whack. They've been mm -hmm. not very good. Um, the quality hasn't been very well. These guys the, like the, the traffic goal is pretty entertaining. Yeah, that was one game. Um, yeah. <laughs> one game. That's it. Not only that, you, you did. I was excited about, you know, the possibility of playing like during the day, but they're having East Coast teams play at 1030 like they were playing last Friday. Yeah, um, that, was a bit, that was a bit weird. And then they have East Coast teams playing at 9 a.m. And it's like, OK, now you're you're all over the place to me. It, it, it's it's. It's obvious. This is a money grab, and I and I get it. MLS needs to do this. They need to try to do whatever they can and exhaust every option. Same mm -hmm. with baseball. Same with basketball um, and hockey. Now, basketball and hockey are further along. Baseball is going to try to do this. Like they're going to try to speed through a whole season in sixty. I think it's seventy days. They're going to try to play sixty games, and they're yeah. going to hopefully try to get through it. You know, I'm still skeptic about that happening. I'm still I, skeptic. I I actually, I actually like that because each game actually counts now. Yeah, I think it's a, yeah. I think it's a great move to get new fans. If it goes well, I think it could be very exciting. I'm actually going to watch baseball yeah. because it's compressed like that in 60 games compared to 180. Right, they play 180 games. 162. Yeah. Still, that's still a lot. Yeah. You know, like this is like a sprint. Yeah, and exactly. The healthiest team is going to obviously uh, put themselves in a position to be in the playoffs. The team that avoids getting the outbreak on the COVID. I know that's the same thing, but I'm talking about injury-wise health and then the COVID are two separate things. So Yeah. yeah. Now, mm -hmm. now, like I was saying, though, there's with with baseball, there, this is a, if it goes well, this could be good for the sport. They can figure it out. They can attract new fans. And with baseball, it's there's, I think, 20-something roster spots or 30 players. But you, you have a big stadium. You can social distance not only, you know, nine guys on the field and one hitting at a time. So you can still pull some stuff off. I don't know how they're going to do this with NFL or football. Now, um, Iris over here says uh, that basketball seems to uh, 
be handling it so well. Again, mm-hmm. basketball is 11 guys, 12 mm-hmm. guys on a roster, you know, and in a very controlled – this basketball thing and them being able to have a bubble and being able to do all the shit that they're doing in Orlando, they're, they're, they're figuring it out. They've got mm-hmm. it down. Same with hockey, but we're talking smaller rosters. It's, it's a numbers game. Yeah. And the numbers favor sports like that. I, I just I can't wrap anything around how they're going to be able to do this when it comes to to football on any yeah. level. Football is just too many players, man. Too many yeah. players on a roster. They, they are so they already agreed. Uh, NFLPA and the NFL already agreed to not playing in free. So that that eliminates injury mm-hmm. uh, and also you know, the corona uh, uh, social distancing. Now yeah. training camp. You know they made they came to agreement they having they having a test every day or every other day if I'm not mistaken, and then from there it's going to be no it's every day and then once they keep it at a level to five five percent of the players or on a team that don't have the virus then it goes to every other day. Yeah. So something in the something just came out on I believe it was ESPN that 95 players since this thing has started not. Since the COVID nineteen mm-hmm. has started, have have tested positive. Yeah. Now, like obviously, it's fifty three men on the roster, but depending on what city you're in, Florida hotbed, Atlanta hotbed, Arizona hotbed, you know yeah. how this is where you got to figure out: Do I need to put my team in this city? Do I need to go to another city that, like, how would Jerry Jerry can go to California? But he's going. Jerry's stuck. You know, I'm I'm gonna get out. Of Jerry is in Texas. I'm talking about the Dallas Cowboys, and they go have training camp in in, in, in California, and yeah. so they're they're in two they're in two hot zones. So Edwin, your to your point, it's going to be very tough, very very tough for the NFL to to have at least a a a season that doesn't have doomsday written on it. Yeah, like it can stop any day. It can be two games, and then the entire season would be canceled because it was an outbreak on three teams. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I don't again, see why I don't see why they don't just. They should pick a, a town like a small town with with a very small or not not a very small population, maybe a couple towns. Do do like what hockey's doing. Not that easy, bro. Because numbers game again, bro. Think about a, a game. Think about same as you play. You play at a, a well-known high school. Yeah. That's, Got a lot of money, like they're the best high school in that that state, but the, the numbers are low. Mm-hmm. It still can't equip an NFL team. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like brass, the, the 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 locker room. Like it's just certain things that NFL players, the NFL organizations, they need at their facility in order to have a productive game. That is mm-hmm. like without the turf coming up or some mm-hmm. some small things like that. Because, for example, when they play at the Hall of Fame game in Dayton, yeah, they, they have issues every year. When I played there, when we played the uh, Buffalo Bills, the locker room was, I felt like I was in a sweatshop. <laughs> so, and then you get on the field, it's like, it's you can tell that they're, they're trying to keep up with the times and don't have money to, to, to keep up with how they keep up with that field. Yeah. So, it's going to be extremely hard. For the NFL to have a season without problems yeah. because of the contact and the social distance. So, I personally, I personally see a, a, a season, but I, I'm, I'm very pessimistic on if it's going to go all 16 games. Yeah, I don't think 16 games. I'll tell you right now, man. I don't see it happening. If I'm gonna give me, um, 
Where's the Dalai Lama or the Dalai Lemon? I need to look into oh, my. Crystal ball. Yeah. I need to look into my crystal ball here. Yeah. I and write, I me, you know what? I'm gonna look into my lemon microphone here, and I'm gonna tell you what I see happening in the future here. Okay. All right. I'm seeing the first thing we're gonna see is we're gonna see a delay. Look at my Walter. <laughs> here. Look at my Walter. Right. Okay, I'm gonna see a delay on the season. Okay. It's gonna be pushed back. At first, it's going to be pushed back one month. The start so of the NFL to... season is going to be pushed back one month. So we're going to October. Oh, Let man. me see what my the rest of my lemon says here. It says, oh, I see some bad news on the horizon for the NFL. It says it's going to be pushed back to the spring. Mm. Of 2021? Of 2021. And then it's going to get shortened. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm looking. It's telling me. Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead, Walter. It says no season. It's going to be pushed back, pushed back, pushed back, and then it's ultimately going to get canceled because they're not going to be able. There's going to be a wall that they're going to hit in spring because they're going to try to push it back to spring. That's the first thing, and then it, eventually it's going to hit a spot where they can't. They can't do it. They, it's just going to interfere. You're not going to have uh, the, the the college football players are not going to be ready for draft. They're you're not going to have a player pool for that. It's just going to be too much stuff. They're going to scrap the NFL season for player safety. College players will hopefully get a year back of eligibility. It's going to suck for everybody, but it's just a numbers game. Unless there's a magic cure here, unless we get some great crazy vaccine that comes in, and I'm looking, I don't see it. I don't see the vaccine. Your ball, your ball lied to you on that one because they do have one. They do have a vaccine. They think it's going to be out of that, It's it's again. It's that's always that would be the dream. That would be, that the, would dream. be the dream. And hopefully that happens. But this is 2020. You know, that's all I got to say. It's 2020. Yeah, when, the virus, when the virus first started, a lot of a lot of a lot of analysts were skeptical about any sports being played this year. And they, they were saying 2021 and spring that they can see some type of opening of, of sports being back to normal. Yep. And they, were kind, of, they mm-hmm. were kind of like pessimistic with that too because another stream of the virus could have happened in the, the winter. Yeah. So, you know, it's we're hitting a, we're going to hit a reset button, bro. I'm like, trying. we're going to hit a reset button. I really see, like, President Trump got on, the, on, C, on, on TV today and said that it's going to get. This is the first time he said. It. He said it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah. So when he says it, and you know he's a, I'm not gonna get into that. But yeah. you know when he starts talking like that, yeah, it's, 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 a, problem. it's, yeah. A, it's a problem. So, and uh, to answer Evan's question here, six game season, division <laughs> games only. Um, again, it's too small. First off, it's too small of a sample size. It's not enough to be played mm-hmm. that merits safety concerns. Players would rather not play that. There's no incentive for six games. Um, and the other part of it is, again, it, there's no... Here's the benefit of NHL. First off, NHL figured it out. They went to Canada. They they got it. They That's the first good yeah. move they did. They went to Canada, and they said, we're going to have a host city in Edmonton and a host city in Toronto. That's where we're going to play all our games. We're going to create a hub over there because there's plenty of ice rinks. There's plenty of mm-hmm. space over there, and they seem to have a better grasp of wearing your mask and everything. Bravo for the NHL. Congrats. Canada. They figured it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Canada. You know, so <laughs> good job. I go to Winnipeg. There's nothing in Winnipeg. It's like nah. 
Yeah. So Toronto and Edmonton. So NHL figured out plus again, it goes back to the smaller roster size, a smaller controlled environment, and it's a numbers game. Numbers work there. Mm-hmm. Basketball, Orlando, it's it's it it more likely to work there. The problem with the Orlando bubble, which we've discussed on the show, is that it's a bubble and the participants on the teams and the players and coaches and everybody have to stay in the bubble. But you know who doesn't stay in the bubble? <coughs> All the staff. Yeah. The staff, everybody who's working, who's facilitating, mm-hmm. who's cleaning your room, bringing you your food and everything. So there's still a risk that something can get in because of negligence. There's people out there. We've seen it. There's negligence all over the place. But that being said, it's still it's worked out for the NBA so far because they, so they just they just they yeah, uh, they have zero positive tests. And their probability is still high. Now, with football, you can't create an environment. That can house that many people, that many teams. Like you said, it's it's a logistic. I mean, what are, what are we gonna do? The, the the only thing they could really do is have all the players like stay at the stadium like the entire time throughout the that's whole the season, thing. and that's yeah. not gonna happen. That's not gonna you happen. Like, I, sorry guys, I just thought about this. I just thought this. So training camp. Yeah. Training camp is not actually held at your facility. You go offsite. Yeah. Technically, that's kind of a, of a bubble. Now, if they can enforce that. Meaning that if they can enforce the, the hard rules on wearing your mask, social distancing, cleaning behind yourself, and the NFL does the testing protocol correctly, I think, I think that can work. Now they stay at training camp. They don't go, they can't go back home. So they be at training mm-hmm. camp for all 16 games. You can control oh enough, but that's a bubble right there. Because mm-hmm. I remember camp, we couldn't leave the, we couldn't leave until after the first week of training camp. Mm-hmm. And after to the way home when we come back. But if they can control it that way and say, okay, guys, this is what we're going to do. We're staying at this location the entire year, and this is how we're going to conduct the 16-game season. Your family has to understand, and et cetera, et cetera. And that, that's the only way I think football can have a, a, a legit chance of having of being a season this year. If that kind of bubble. I agree, but that's... it. One thing is asking people to go to a bubble for a playoff run where you're Bubble stay could be a week or it could be two months, you know, because depending on how far your team goes, but you have an incentive. But, but that's if, a good problem. That's a good problem to have if you're yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. But that's the thing. You're asking NBA guys to get into a bubble for a maximum of a couple of months if their team makes it all the way to the finals and stuff like that. So there's they've already that's more acceptable because some people are like, okay, I might be out of here in a week and I'll be okay with that if you know my team's not that good. And hockey, the same thing. Um, but with football, you're asking people to do a whole season. If let's just say everything logistically, it worked out, but your team is like, yo, one in 10 and you're like, bro, I have nothing to play for. I'm still stuck in this bubble. I haven't seen my family in 12 weeks. You know, we're talking three months now. My, my season's in the tank, you know, I'm injured. I need to get out of this training. I need to go home. Like, but that's when it felt too long. Like when your team is one in one in 10 and you're technically eliminated from the playoffs, they can I'm, I'm, this can be a recipe too because remember this is a moving target. Everything is unprecedented, so yeah. the NFL can NFL can change their ways on how to eliminate teams like what the NBA did. They didn't invite anybody who wasn't going to make the playoffs to the bubble. So the NFL can say, okay, your team is one and five. Your, sorry, your team is one and one and nine. This team is two and eight, and you have no chance of making the playoffs. You're like obviously eliminated automatically they should just cancel their whole season and then let the play the teams that are playing play. And then the teams that are supposed to play those teams automatically get a win in order. I know that sounds crazy, 
I know. But, <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is that if or they could play each other, if we're going to have a football season, NFL season by that. A lot of rules have to change, and we we forget about free agency. Like when somebody gets hurt and you bring in somebody to replace that guy, do you put him on a two week quarantine because he hasn't been on the team? Mm-hmm. What has he been doing? I, I got an idea. I think I just figured it out. That's what we do on this show. Here it is. Hold on. We yeah, we're, we're, we're GMs. That's what we do. All right. Okay. You got- I got it, bro. I got it. What if I told you, okay? What if I told you, just like the ESPN for 30, they're for 30. You can either try to do this cagazón of a season right now, this whole fucking mess right mm-hmm. now, or, or what if I told you that in 2021, <clears throat> you can have two seasons? A year-long football with a break in the middle. But you'll increase player safety. You won't have – if think about this. Think about this. Season runs September, October, November, December usually, right? Up until January. So we're talking four and a half months. Um, if we were to do this, let's say they push – let's say right now they made an executive decision. Look, realistically, logistically, it's not looking like there's going to be a remedy anytime soon. Let's push the season back till March, okay? Let's push the season back till March of next season. By February, we'll start our training camps. We'll start our stuff. Now, there might be some between now and then. There might be some off-season workouts and stuff like that, some of that stuff. But as far as official team activities will start, let's say, February. By February, the idea is that hopefully we'll be closer to a vaccine, closer to a, a, a peak in these cases and everything. You run the season from March, April, May, June to, like, July time frame. I know it's taxing, but maybe you do a shorter season instead of the full 17 that they're going to play this season. Or what is this? Is this, is this season the 17 or is this season the 16? 17. 17. Oh, 17. So oh, let's just say, let's, let's say we do a 12 game season or a 10 game season. Um, how many? Okay. So there's three, eight games are against your, your divisional rivals, right? Two, four, yep. Yep. No, six games. Six are, right? six are. Yeah. Six games. So let's say you double it. Let's say you do um, three games against against each team. You alternate. I don't know something. But let's say you play like anywhere between ten to twelve games, somewhere in the middle. You know, <laughs> you have enough for a season. You condense it. You throw in some bye weeks in the middle to give people time because you're it's real taxing on the body. Again, mm-hmm. this is me obviously thinking. Ooh, double football. I know this is a huge physical ask for players. But if you do this. Then you once by the time the season ends and the playoffs are done, you do a, a, a quick playoffs. You don't do a long extended playoffs. You do maybe just your mm-hmm. division winners. You do a little realignment of some sort. Maybe again, I'm not I'm just seeing like this is the path to having successful football. Maybe do two divisions and then the top two teams um, are your NFC represent or maybe just do conferences, something like that. Just conference champion uh, champions. They go in, you play, you get your one season. And then by August of next season, you have two months off. By August of next season, you can have your regular full season and you get everything in. No, it won't work that way, bro. You got to remember, you're banging. Your arm is just throwing your arm out. Mm-hmm. You're, you have the elements of weather. You have family stuff. Yeah. And then you, have, you may have a situation with COVID still. You may, hopefully not. And you're asking guys to take two months off. And then go back and play another season. Well, I'm saying two months, but like I, I have to. Okay, let me think about this. If they if they run, let's say February, and if they're done by June timeframe, they're completely done with everything. Okay, they've determined a the champion. Then it's you're asking you get July, August, September. You can push the start of next season back maybe a week or two or a month. You know, 
and then like you know you start working to getting it back on the regular schedule but i think i think there's still a way where you can do two seasons in one calendar year and you make some accommodations you don't have a full season i'm not talking two 16 games i'm talking mm-hmm. you know a, a condensed season where you still have some substance and most importantly player safety there's i think there's less of a threat of covid or of any of this stuff and a higher probability that you'll be able to complete a shortened mm-hmm. season if you push it to next year to the beginning of next year i, I can speak as a football player and the wear and tear of a entire season is taxing yeah. like you can say honestly your point makes sense I, I see what you're trying to do. So what would uh, what what would you guys be like if you at the end of a shortened season, like if you guys only played ten games with like two bye weeks? How do you think the athletes will feel after that season? Just ask a college student. A college student, a college student, play, they play ten games, and when yeah. they're some of them check out early, they don't go to Senior Bowl. They they start mm-hmm. rehabbing. So, and the NFL draft is what. So, say for instance, college football season is over at December first. They don't play football again, a touch of football, until April. Combine. Combine. So, you know, that's that's six months. Mm-hmm. And they still don't feel – their body's conditioned for the combine, but they're not conditioned for NFL season, so they got to switch that all over again. So, like, I, you, I, I get what you're saying, Edwin. It sounds logical. But when it comes to something impractical, it won't work because – it won't work because the players they would one, never agree to that. They won't entertain it because they want more money. They're going to want more money. Well, and, uh, let me ask you. Let me ask you this. I mean, if you were to position it that way where, hey, you have a higher probability of making more money next se- doing it this way than you do of trying to do something here and, and, and the more likely scenario that either A, it won't take off this season, you'd have to cancel the whole season and wait anyway till next year, or B, that it's a, you might attempt to do this, this all fails, they can't control the virus, and, it, and you have to axe the season right at the beginning. The NFL, every team owner is going to lose money. And you're asking them to lose money because the NFL, if say as you, we do push the 2021 double double, and that still is not a promising year. And you're asking the NFL, the team, to lose money an entire calendar year. Paying players all year. You're paying these guys millions and millions of dollars. You're dub- so Russell Wilson, is, instead of getting $45 million, he's going to get uh, $90 million. And, but they made, the, the owners are losing $150 million. They won't do it. Like, once the owners realize they're losing money, but we're still having football, is the money's going to always outweigh it because that's the bottom line. I'll just tell you this much. I looked into the microphone, and that's what I'm seeing, bro. I think the solution and the path to, to, to resolution is 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 going that way? I think too much of your uh, spit is in that microphone, Edwin. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, season no Walker. I think it's doable if they push it back to next season. You know, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah, oh and, and they, they could even start the the following season a little later, like in October or something. So that, I I think I know, and again, I I uh, Iris also is too complicated. Um, I again, I I'm just seeing the vision. Mm-hmm. I just see the vision what it, what the microphone tells me, and the microphone tells me that the path to resolution and the path to salvation is guided into the year twenty twenty one when it comes to football. That's I, all I'm saying. It could I, be. I, I I'm not saying it's uh that I don't I don't think NFL PA the Players Association would uh, agree to that. Nope. But I don't think it's impossible. I mean, uh, there were a lot of reports that the NBA Players Association didn't want to agree to what's happening right now, and it's happening. So. 
Yeah, it's, but that's not impossible. I'm is is less players in the NBA, so that mm-hmm. ran an important factor on why the NBA season. My um, biggest more, thing, more contact, uh, mm-hmm. more more situations of like not being able to have just distancing. That's just all negative. Mm-hmm. Well, my 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 whole thinking here is just that I, I really feel like that the more likely possibility of a earning more money. Well, how do you earn money by playing more games? Mm-hmm. Would be pushing it back. Then who's, running a risk. Who's earning more money, though? Huh? I'm talking who, about the players. I'm talking about the players. It, but it, Edwin, I'm a, this this conversation is over once the owner money. The owners are not going to lose no money, bro. I know they're, they're not going to lose money. Either they're not losing money. So if you're telling me to play a, a two season and I'm going to play, I'm going to lose two hundred and fifty million dollars, and I make no money. That ain't happening, bro. Well, I I don't think they're gonna they're not gonna make no money if you can if you can have a higher probability of playing more games. That's television revenue that they're gonna get in. There's advertising, everything. The only thing they're not getting is people in the fans. And again, again, if you push it to next year, you have a higher probability. Right now, there's no chance there's gonna be people at the games. All right. So when when you talk about these new contracts or these this money, you gotta remember these TV these TV games they're, they're contracted for that calendar year. So the, the, the TV programs like will say, okay, we're going to double up your money because we're getting double up games because they got to go back to, to the negotiation table. So it's not it's not that easy that, okay, if we play more games, that means we get more money from TV rights. No, because the TV, they start getting paid probably in September when the season starts, not uh, February to July and then from August, I'm sorry, from October to January of 2022. No, it's not going to work that way, man. I don't think what? it is. I don't think it is by calendar year, though, TD. Losing money, guys. It's a fiscal year for the, for the sport. They're not going to yeah. once they start realizing they're losing money, there won't be no football. But see, that's the thing. I I think I think when they when when um when this um vision that I have here starts coming to fruition, you're gonna be like, okay, and you you'll see. Again, I'm giving you. I I can see into I'll the future, and it's grainy. <laughs> It's grainy. The future's a little grainy right now, but I see through the grains. I see through it, and I can see some imagery. And what I'm seeing is that that resolution is going to come next year. Now I don't know the my, the the finite details. I don't know the fine uh, the financial implications that come with this. But I'm telling you, the resolution is is over there. Um, all right, all right. You know, we got you're just shifting um, the same money you'd be paying 2020 to 2020, and it'll only affect your 2020 tax return. Okay, and look, we have a. A tax guy. That's Evan, my tax guy. He knows some okay. stuff. <laughs> but anyway, um, I think it's I think it's 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 interesting and, and it's I'm kind of upset because I wasn't looking into this microphone and and, and back in March I should have looked into this and if I I, sh- I should have seen myself here you know in July having mm-hmm. this conversation again and I'm kind of upset because I feel like I've just wasted all this time. But um, but again. It's um, it's a conversation that needs to be had. I think, I think there's gonna be some resolution. There's gonna be some solutions when it comes to this stuff, and people are gonna find a way. And it's gonna have to be a creative way. All I know is that there's a bunch of billionaire owners that are not gonna be cool with throwing a season away. That's so much money that they're gonna lose. Like you said, TD, if they, once they realize they're gonna lose money, they're gonna find a way, man. They're gonna find a way to to salvage something. I, what that is, I don't know. And you also remember Ed, when we had this the, this debate about the owners, basketball players, the basketball owners paying the, the concession stand guys and and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, that's not their that's not their obligation to do that. Nope. You know what I'm saying? So this the same thing goes to the NFL. 
you know, they're not the NFL owners are going to feel like, okay, you know, we are contracted for this year. I'm not for the push back to 2021 and have a double season and lose money. They're not going to do that. As, yeah, a player, but, as a player, I wouldn't want to play that many games. I, I get, and I get again, again, the physical demand of it is a concern. And that's why I don't think it's two back to back 16 game seasons. I think there would be. Uh, an incredible amount even, of even ten games, Edwin. Even ten I, games. Even, I, I think there'd be an incredible amount, but the the alternative here is not having a season at all this season, and so, then so, waiting so, till August. So, all right, imagine a team that makes the playoffs. Imagine a team that makes it the Super Bowl. So instead of ending in, you know, you said in in July, that team rolls over to all the way to September. No, 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 no. See, again, again, I, it would it, the whole season would have to become complete under a certain time where it would give enough time for those teams that make it far into a, a playoff, which would be a shorter playoff. It wouldn't be a wild card, a divisional a conference. It wouldn't be four rounds. But the alternative here, the alternative here is that you don't have anything this season because that's the likely scenario is that you're not going to be able to do these things that you want to do. Like we were discussing at the beginning of the show, because it's a numbers game. And right now, barring any, you know, tomorrow checking the uh, the uh, the news and seeing that a, ma- a magical vaccine came out and, that you know, we have a path to 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 some resolution quicker. It's it's not going to happen. And, and it's it, NFL right now. Any type of football is the probability of it happening is very, very, very small. And if it, it might happen, it might start, but it will not finish. Okay. Well, I agree with finish. you. I so that's, and that's what I'm saying. The, al- the alternative is for these owners and these players is like, yo, do we, you know, as, as it gets closer to it, as it gets closer to that day, like, yo, we got to start making some decisions on this. And if they realize, yo, we're not going to, you know, have a season, we're not going to make any money this season. You know, because of this, or do we try and push it and get creative and do something next year where it's a little higher probability, or do we sit it out and just, you know, scrap it? Which I don't think the scrap. That's what I'm telling you. I think they're going to try and do something, and they're going to be creative. It's going to be a creative solution. But I don't think we're going to have a regular 16 game season, and my fantasy championship is going to be, you know, screwed up because it's going to be real hard to defend now. A lot of people losing money, man. It, it, I just can't fathom not having football. Yeah, I, really I can't, can't either. I can't fathom not having football. I feel you. And that, that part makes me sad. It makes me sad that, you know, we might not have, because even right now, as happy as I am that the Marlins are winning eight to one right now in the top of the eighth and that we have some baseball, there's no guarantee I'm going to get a full season. There's no guarantee that they're going to make it through the sprint because baseball has a similar situation that ba- that um, that football has, which is they're trying to encompass a whole season in a shortened amount of time. Baseball didn't get any games. Yeah. Football's not getting any games. They're trying to do a whole season. And on top of that, there's no bubble scenario for baseball because, again, baseball is just a little bit smaller than NFL rosters. So you have the logistical nightmare. So baseball's taking a risk. They're flying. They're keeping it um, geo- uh, geographical. So they're regional. They're, they're keeping it regional. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you, Gus. They're keeping mm-hmm. it regional. So the Marlins are playing the Red Sox. They're playing the Yankees. They're playing the Rays. They're playing the teams in their region, both AL and NL. And mm-hmm. It's going to be like that across the country. So they're trying to cut down the travel and stuff like that. Um, but again, one break, one little outbreak, and boom, the so whole shit goes to. Is the World Series going to be East versus West or something like that? Like no, 90s, they, 90s hip hop? Maybe we'll see. Um, if, if that's the case, then I think the East Coast has got it. Um, Thanks. But 
I don't I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the uh, playoff projections are. I think it's it might come down to something like that. I have to look. That's a good mm-hmm. question. I'm not sure. Maybe if you guys know that are watching. Uh, by the way, thanks, everybody, for um, for the comments, the concern, uh, the questions and everything. Um, here's another one. If there's no 20 season, there's going to be a lot of players collecting no income. Yeah, exactly. So that's the, yeah. the alternative. I feel like some players have guaranteed. Yeah, but. Again, uh, with baseball, I'm, 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 I'm. There's still a, a very likely scenario that I might not get a World Series again. You know, the second time in my lifetime, and we said this at the beginning uh, a few weeks ago. Baseball is uh, something that not even a World War was able to stop a World Series from happening. You yeah. know what I mean? Two World Wars, a Vietnam War, all these major conflicts. You know, it's the only thing that has stopped. I need that shirt too, bro. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that has stopped baseball from having a world series was labor disputes 1994 that's the only time you know what i mean that's the only time we didn't have a world series and it almost happened again this season what a terrible year 1994 (laughs) i think that was a dope year for me though i like 94 i loved everything in the 90s and all we had was the power rangers uh, (laughs) and i love 94 94 was cool 94 was cool but again so so baseball slightly less risk but still it's a it's a crapshoot. They're gonna try to figure it out with all the traveling and and hoping that you know players don't get fucked up. Yeah. Uh, soccer, we'll see, man. Basketball mm-hmm. and hockey are in the best position because it's gonna be a smaller number of teams that are gonna be that they're gonna have to deal with with every week as the tournament progresses, as the playoffs yeah. progress. Less soccer too, a bunch of teams. I mean, Inter Miami was already eliminated. They're out. Soccer, it, it isn't yeah. just this tournament. Soccer is doing the tournament to kick it off, and then they're going to continue into some type of a season. So, oh, okay, okay. Miami, but, and still, still in that bubble. Uh, I think so. From what I understand, yeah. or they're going to. I think the plan with MLS is after this tournament, mm-hmm. assess the situation, assess what's and, happening. Come up, and come up with an alternative. But they might have to go into you know the same mm-hmm. thing like uh, MLB <laughs> and football. So. We'll see. Um, anyway, it's good to talk. It's good to talk. It's good to to <laughs> to, to, to look into the you know the lemon mic here and uh, I gotta come oh, up with a name. We gotta come up with a better name for that, bro. Yeah, I know. But apparently, somebody ain't hurt no money because somebody bought LeBron and got them rookie card for one point. What it was? One point eight million dollars. So. He- the, the COVID-19 pandemic ain't hurting his pockets. If you can buy LeBron James' car for one point. Right. Like, let me ask you a question. What rookie card would you pay? Whatever, whatever your bank account is. You'll pay 30% of your bank account to get that card. What person, what card out there would you pay that amount of money for? Well, I think... Um, Jesus. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Maybe maybe Moses. <laughs> Here's the thing. My my bank account, I don't want to disclose, but I'm in no position to be spending 30% of it on, on anything right now. Um, but I will tell you this. What is the I'll rephrase your question and ask it back to you. What's the holy grail of rookie cards or sports cards for you? Because you're a kid, you're you are both children of uh of the 90s and the 80s where the baseball cards and the trading card boom happened. Right now, it's it's not the same as it used to be. But we know. We still know. We have some emotional attachments. Some of us, I know myself, has cards right behind me in an album back here that I can, you know, go into and reminisce and stuff like that. 
Um, and I know some of you maybe had some growing up. So what is your holy grail? What's that one card that you remember that you used to go back and go, oh, man, love to have that? Because there's a few. I, so when Desmond Howard Ooh. was playing at Michigan and, and when he won the high and went to Green Bay, mm-hmm. I, I, I emulated my game after him. Okay. Must have like forgot hard. Like Desmond Howard, either college or or, or Green Bay Packers uh, card. I would have laminated and attached it somewhere in a on my body. I don't want to never because I'm still a huge fan of Desmond Howard. Only I don't know why it was like I was a kid. I loved everything about him. Of course, waggy back then. And when he went to Green Bay, and I kind of liked the Green Bay too because they had the receiver. Uh, uh, I forgot his first name was last name was Brooks, eighty uh, seven. I was a huge fan. Oh of him. yeah, 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 yeah. He had the video game NFL game day was. Uh, yeah, I can't remember his name after him. Brooks, but I was a fan of his because he was like long and he'd catch everything like like this. Yeah. And I, <laughs> Pop Warner, so like those two guys. Uh, when Desmond Howard went to Green Bay, uh, I always wanted the rookie car from. He was my holy girl as a football player. Okay, what about you guys? Is there, is there a card that has Bo Jackson baseball on one side and football on another side? Pretty That's sure. Great question. Because that would be really cool to have. Like, like that's the same year. You know what I mean? When he played, when he actually played both sports at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I think that would so. be really cool to have. But but does, but doesn't so doesn't each a base baseball and football have two different companies that use their cards, right? No, they um, back in our era especially there used to be. Throughout the, all the 80s up until the early 90s, it was Donruss, Tops, uh, Fleer, and I think that was pretty much it. And then in the late 80s, 89 actually was Upper Deck. Um, basketball cards in particular had an extra manufacturer called uh, Hoops. NBA Hoops was another oh, one that used to make them. Um, I and, feel those. And they had, um, they had a few different ones, but they Tops didn't make basketball cards in the 80s. Um, it was weird. but um, there were then in the '90s, a bunch of different companies came out and subsets and inserts. But anything in the real pure days of it, um, it was it was very limited. And one of those limited cards that I always wanted was the uh, eighty was it '85 Fleer um, Michael Jordan, the rookie card, bro. That was the course, whole yeah. grail. That was I knew one kid in high school who had one, and he oh, brought it to cool. school. What he brought. That- he brought it wow. to school, and I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> like, That's crazy. But LeBron uh, James card goes one point eight rookie card. Yeah. What is MJ card? Well, here's the thing: that LeBron card in particular is from 2003. Which by 2003, the whole industry had changed, and it wasn't. To be honest, it wasn't as good as it was in the back in the day. There, the 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 that like you. Oh, I want that Desmond Howard. You, I would love that Bo Jackson. By 2003, it was a hobby for collectors. It wasn't a thing that you did as a kid anymore. You couldn't afford it. To get the pack where that LeBron rookie card, because it's not just his generic rookie card. It's a special insert card that had a piece of his jersey and his autograph from his rookie year. And it's a very rare card that they only made a few of them. And uh, if you saw the post on sports on ESPN, LeBron commented on, he says, I also have a couple of these cards. So, yeah. you know, he's banking on himself. Um, so with that being said, the hobby was way different. 
1985, there's one Jordan rookie card, and that's it. It's that Fleer, 85 Fleer, and you, you, you have to have that one Jordan card. And the value of it, because obviously it's older and it's harder to find, is, is higher. But it doesn't have that collector's value. Like, I don't think you'll get a million dollars for it, you know, because you can mm -hmm. still access it. Um, really quick, I saw this. Uh, if I find the video, I'll, I'll find it. But I was on one of those YouTube dives where I was just watching video after video. And I came across a guy who spent something like, I think you can still buy packs of that 1985 set because it's so valuable that people mm -hmm. still have the box sets and they still have the packs. And you can pay something like close to a hundred bucks maybe for like a pack just to get the possibility of getting the Jordan card. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, this guy had gone on, on his YouTube video. He had sourced a bunch of money and had bought um, like, I don't know how many packs hoping to get the Jordan rookie because he wanted to feel that feeling again of mm -hmm. opening it in a pack, getting it and going, holy shit, and then getting it graded and, you know, see the value. And the video I watched on YouTube, dude packed a Jordan rookie card. After a Damn. few tries, he packed a Jordan rookie card, which is an awesome feeling. I think to me, yeah. that's so cool. Like, whoa, you know, like that's awesome. <laughs> and as and he, that, that was the holy grail card. And huh? you know, once he sell it again. All the money oh. he's packing the cards, he'll sell that card and get all. Oh money. yeah, yeah. He he. It's just, the investment paid off. Also, that eighty-five set had a bunch of other good rookie cards, like John Stockton, I think. Carl Malone. Uh, that was a great class. Yeah. So there was a bunch of the, and anyway, but that TD, video. Do you actually have any cards, TD? Did you ever make an NFL card? Do you know? I don't know. So when you're drafted, uh, and you get invited to, uh, I forgot the name of the company that they 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 make your rookie card. Uh, that's the only way you get. You have to get drafted. Mm. So I wasn't drafted. Hold on, hold on. Let me. I can see yeah. even. I can make out your face. Oh, oh yeah. What's that guy named? Um, the Big Lembowski. Look at the name. Look at the name. Yeah. <laughs> I got that made at the All Star Game. Um, that's not cool but it's you know it's limited edition one of one here um it's all good mine is mine is in my room <laughs> it's worth five hundred and fifty-five thousand. it's priceless i'm never selling that bad boy um <laughs> but the other the other uh holy grail card was the for for the baseball collectors out there they'll remember the 86 don russ jose canseco rookie was like bro that card was iconic growing up especially growing <laughs> up you know in near my the high school where he he graduated from where he was you know Having that 86 Donners, which at the time was like a $100 card or something, it was like, oh, my God. You know, now, um, like, probably like 15 years ago, I bought it on eBay for a couple bucks, and I <laughs> it's in that album there. So that whole hobby is not worth anything. It's, it's 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 you know, it's changed a lot. But the, is that, is that you, ha you actually have that card? Oh, yeah. yeah. Is, is, that, is that the coolest card that you have, would you say? Oh man, I got some I got some cool cards that are I think I think with a lot of that stuff, anything from the eighties, nineties, it, it other than a very select few pieces from like the eighties, like a Jordan or something like that, a lot of that stuff was so saturated the market with, with people selling in. There's such an overabundance of cards that the the value of it at the time was like, Oh, it's gonna be worth a lot of money, you know? Yeah. Power shit. Um, the only shit that's really worth anything is the really hard to find stuff from the sixties, the fifties, the forties. That's why you see those cards going for millions of dollars, you know, like these weird yeah. little cards that came in like a cigar pack in 1920 mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, those are, that's where the money is. But for me, the coolest card I got is 
Probably, man, I met Alex Rodriguez when he was a rookie in 96 at Town & Country Mall in Kendall. That was kind nice. of cool. And I, I, well, he was doing, he was a rookie and he was a super hyped up rookie and he was doing an autograph signing for free. Like he was the, the guest there. And I remember I, um, I walked up to him and I didn't have anything for him to sign. And some guy had a table like, oh, buy a card and have him sign it, you know? And I looked and I think I paid like two bucks for this uh, Alex Rodriguez rookie card at the time. But it was um, him in his high school uniform, Westminster. Yeah. And I was like, hey, Alex, can you sign this? And he was like, yeah, man. He signed it. And that's my little like to me, that's the coolest one that I have because of the how big so, he got in the story. For something a uh, high school, Alex Rodriguez signed. Ah. Wow. I mean, you should sell it to JLo. Yeah, especially now that with all the 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 all the steroid, you know, confessions and speculation and everything, and the steroid mm -hmm. uh, tainted his whole legacy. So, um, but again, it goes back to what I was saying. Like in the '90s, everything was so inflated, man. You, there was so many people trying to get you to tell you this is going to be collectible. This is going to be collectible, and in reality, it wasn't. You know, um, Edwin, how much did we drop on Marvel cards back in the day? Marvel cards were big, bro. Those Marvel Universe trading cards, man. Mm -hmm. I have a couple. We 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 did the original sets, man. Like you know, like 1990, 91 or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Those are fun, but that's cool, man. Anyway, no, I, okay. a, I have, uh -huh. I have uh, my favorite ones. I have two. One is a uh, Allen Iverson rookie card, Ooh. and yeah, that one's pretty cool. And I have um, I have a Dennis Martinez card that we got at the All Star game when I had him signed. <laughs> nice. Uh, cool. El Presidente. Actually, you know yeah. what's a, holy, a real holy grail that I don't have that I should just go on and buy? Mm -hmm. I used to have, in 1996, I was still kind of a little bit in the hobby. I was obviously in high school, and I had a Kobe Bryant upper deck rookie card, and it was him smiling like this, and he had those glasses on over his head. It's a very, mm -hmm. it's a very popular card from back in the day, and I used to have that, and I fucking traded it. And I For what? What did you I, trade it for? I don't know, man. Probably like a Shaq. Or something oh, like that. You, you traded for an Italian sub yeah. subway. Yeah. <laughs> I traded it for a couple of McRibs back in '96, and you know the rest <laughs> is history. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> delicious. Mm -hmm. uh, no, I got to I got to go back and and I'm gonna go on eBay now and see if I can score me that '96 Kobe. If you guys got that Kobe one, and you want to donate it, man. Holler at your boy. <laughs> Or, or see if you can trade it back. Trade it for something trade else. It back. Let's trade, man. Let's trade. Let's trade. Who wants to? We'll start a little, a little private group. I'll start posting some pictures over on the the Daily Sports Lemonade. Um, by the way, guys, thank you so much for everybody who's contributed to the Daily Sports Lemonade, um, Daily Lemonade on our Facebook page. Everybody who watches, everybody who, who likes, comments, every single share, all that stuff that you guys do, we really, really appreciate it. Um, continue to do so. That's our our, our fuel, our life fuel <laughs> over here, man. Remember, we're we're giving you this this. Top-notch production quality podcast here, free of charge, bro. We don't charge yeah. you. This is a free service that we do out of the, 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 our love for, for each other and our love to share our conversations with you and to, to keep you busy during this quarantine. So, you know, at least you could do a little share. What would you say, Tito? Bad salesman. You know, <laughs> we didn't touch on Highlight, though. Oh, man. Okay, uh, go, go. Ooh. Give it to us. Give it to us. What's going on? I saw you won. I saw you beat a... We're, we're, we're running close to the end of the show. So, all right. So I, I came back. I won. I won three games when I came back, but I only played seven games. Ooh, that so, percentage is high. 
Oh yeah. So seven on the yeah. So but so but I feel good. I feel strong. Uh we got more players that are still out there trying to come back and we should have a full roster by uh the middle of August. That's what I'm thinking. But okay. we have we're having a tournament. So our boss, Scott, uh made an uh an abbreviated tournament just with Magic City players and it's gonna be Saturday. And the teams are going to be, I may be wrong, but it's going to be Bueno and L.A. It's going to be me and Anderluck. It's going to be uh, Kubala and Tennessee. And it's going to be Kenny and Run Run and Carballo and Ben. So those are the lineups. And we're going to play a double a doubles tournament with prizes are involved. It's actually at 8 p.m. prime time oh. Saturday night on the Highlight Channel. I'll watch I'm it on YouTube. For because I think the, the team the matchups are pretty good. I, I don't want to call anybody out. I know who the weakness are. I know who <laughs> the trouble. But me and Anderson have a strong team. Uh Ben and uh Corbayo have a, a strong team. And then uh I think Kubala and Tennessee have a strong team. So I uh, I'm excited about it. I think we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna give them great highlight. And the season is is been kind of compromised with the coronavirus you know, and people not being able to come and see us play, but Highlight is still going and we're giving everybody a great show. So hopefully everybody can join on Saturday at uh, 8 p.m. and watch some Highlight. Hell yeah, man. I'll be watching. Actually, I'm trying to, if I'm not mistaken, I think I just posted it in the uh, chat there so you guys watching, make sure. There you uh, go. That's the link to the Highlight channel on the YouTube page, so that's where you can get all the live streams. If you, yeah. if, if the link doesn't work, just tell me. And if not, just search Magic City Highlight on YouTube, and you'll see everything there. So it's not even Magic City Highlight. you got to go to the Highlight Channel. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm saying if you, you search there, you'll see everything, and the Highlight Channel pops there. Or just search oh. Highlight Channel, yeah. Because um, we, we did have a Magic City Highlight, and it shows all our first-year games. So I don't want to get – people may get confused on, okay, why I'm not seeing Highlight. I got you. The Highlight Channel – actually start showing our current games at this particular year. Yeah, well, the, 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 the link I shared was for directly for the Highlight Channel. Perfect, man. We're good I'm to go. Already, I'm already hey, subscribed baby. there. baby. <laughs> Make that money. Oh, <laughs> you have that cool little keychain with your little Highlight mm -hmm. setup, bro. Oh, uh, mm -hmm. One of the refs made it for me because he respects me. He's like, yo, a little his Asian guy named, um, uh, his name is uh, Robin. He's yeah. like, you know I don't want to be rude, but I, I can't talk. You know, I and I really look up to you, and I made this for you. I was like, man, I say that I, I like that, bro. I appreciate that. That's and what's it, up. The conversation say, uh, can I work out with you? Can you help me get skinny? I was like, <laughs> so, like a bride, man, because he's a little heavy set and he wants to lose weight, so he felt like giving me a little sesta was like a barter agreement. I go train. I was like, nah, bro, I ain't work that way. I need cash. I ain't been <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, oh, guys, be sure to check out the Daily Lemonade. We have a bunch of cool stuff up there. Check out the Highlight channel. Subscribe to it. And while you're there, subscribe, subscribe to Lemon City Live so you don't miss any of our streams. You can watch on YouTube. You can also watch on Facebook. Whichever, Whatever your flavor is, we, we got you covered. Um, yeah, man. And I got a heat article dropping this week, so make sure you keep an eye out for that. Articles do it all baby we do it all but mm -hmm. uh i think it is time though i think it's time to start winding it down here um mm -hmm. i know td's getting back into game shape you know so he's you know yeah. 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 
six thirty in the morning. I gotta go work out, bro. Yeah, I see. I see your your IG story, bro. Sick, but I'm still like thinking about how can I get better. I'm crazy. <laughs> Something's wrong with me, man. For yeah, bro. I'm sleeping. Competitive, bro. Competitive. Problem, and I have a like a workout problem. I can't not stop working out, bro. And yeah. I, I don't think that's a problem. Not for sure, dude. You're 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 pretty intense when it comes to that. I fall. I, I watch your stories six thirty a.m. Waking up at like five something, then at the gym at six. I'm like, no, bro. I'm sleeping. <laughs> I see these videos two hours later. I'm like, bro, no. <laughs> but anyway, um, Titi, happy to have you back, brother. Always, um, and it's good to see you back up at a back up to speed and feeling better. Gus, two hundred and fourteen episodes in a row. Congratulations. Hey. Um, we, we we won't be who we are without you guys. Yeah. Appreciate you guys, man. Love you guys. Um, you know, uh, enjoy. Um, and uh, other than that, guys, we're trying. We'll see Friday's happy hour show. We might have. Uh, it might be a music, uh, musical Friday happy hour show. I'm still working that out. Might have a musical guest. If not, we'll uh, we might do a little soccer. We'll do a little something. We'll, we got something going on. So stay tuned Friday, and yeah. we'll definitely chug some more beers. Um, we'll definitely. Well, yeah. Wear your mask. Wear your mask, man. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Uh-huh. Like, cut this curve, man. Like, that's it. Cut it. Yeah, man. Come on. What I want to get, get football back. I want to go see Highline person. I, I want to see these things. I need my life back. Wear your mask, man. Okay? Stop complaining about all this shit. Yes. So, yes. It's an inconvenience that's this big. So, just shut up and wear it. Anyway, um, guys, I love you. Everybody who's watching, thank you so much for watching. Uh, share, do all those things. We love you, and we'll see you on... I wrote a song about it, like the kid here go. Live every Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Records played on Wednesday. <laughs> Lemon City. La, 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 la. I'm always happy to jump on with uh, my favorite Lemonheads.